welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Reynolds podcast, hosted by Jesse Reynolds. And once again, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Hello. Jillian. Oh. oh, I can't. Oh. You cut me off. <clears throat> Jillian Winters. Jillian Winters is here. Hi. Come on a, down. I had a marg. <laughs> it was book club. I had a marg. What kind of book club is that? With booze? Yeah, literally everyone had booze. I mean, it's not a requirement for book club, but just the people that were there, we had booze. So the opposite of a... <laughs> yeah. We we did read certain... We read from pages, like you do in AA, I guess. You do the 12 steps. The 12 steps of, uh, of savagery. I went, I'd be so good at that. <laughs> or... Like, because what is it, the serenity? The serenity prayer? Well, no, like, what are the 12 steps of what? They're just the 12 steps. Oh, I thought it was, like, something. No, just 12 steps. Okay, well, it's it's the same goals, right? Like, serenity? That's what you're trying to get? Uh, Well, you're trying to get free of your addiction, I guess. Well, maybe it's different from Al-Anon. Maybe I should. Yeah, I I mean, I, I guess the idea is to, like accept that there are things you can't control and like focus on what you can can it's basically the gist of the serenity prayer is the focus of the 12 steps gotcha um stay in the now who me no the the 12 steps oh sorry i felt a little attacked there I'm, always, <laughs> I'm never really in the now so you're in the now quite a bit well not this week. I've been in the future because I'm just like trying to set up at work, like trying to set up a new desk. Oh, yeah. Well, the day this releases is the last day you're doing the phones for your IT job. Yeah. I had to wipe down this desk. It was so dusty. Oh, my gosh. You had to wipe something down? Well, it was disgusting. Oh, my. You had to clean? Don't they know that you're a man? Yeah. Why didn't they get some woman to do this for you? <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyways, besides uh, the, you know, identity roles or whatever, 1950s talk, um, <laughs> I, I cleaned for about six years in the Navy. Um, oh, well. And... Um, and then some, I don't know, I used to have to clean some other jobs, I don't know. But anyway. I'd like to see that same enthusiasm, that same. I clean around here sometimes. After much fighting. Anyways. Oh, what the vacuum. All right. Just pretend I'm a corporal in the Navy or whatever, and then you have to do it. Well, you got the ranks wrong, so nice try. Pretend I'm a governor. No, a general, admiral, boat captain, scully maid. Scully maid? <laughs> That's from old ships. Isn't that sounds it? like a, a whore. Scullery maid is what I was thinking of, and that's not even the right thing. Do you know what the scullery is? The scullery is where you like, take shits, isn't it? No. What's a scullery maid? I picture them scrubbing bedpans. Anyways, I, I'm completely lost. What was <laughs> I talking about? Oh, I was. There, it was just like a lot of like, 
like it's just like sticky residue like from candy inside these drawers they had to like wipe okay down. that does sound truly vile it's pretty gross yeah and um it was so i did that for about an hour and there was like a bunch of dust and stuff and so i'm i'm kind of glad that i'm gonna move into a desk that's a lot cleaner even though like so the the people that clean the buildings the guy came that day after i did it and i was like here you like i gave him the the paper towels back or whatever and he's like well i wiped it down and i'm like oh, okay. oh he thought it was clean <laughs> when you got there does well, he work for the super eight in picayune mississippi well, i don't know but sounds like he does i didn't say nothing I, I just let it go i was like um well the drawers were dirty that's what i said and it's like well you know okay but i mean I, <laughs> some people's level of cleanliness is well i mean whatever i mean i don't i'm not gonna also he not knock the guy i mean yeah he cleans for eight hours a day so yeah and he probably doesn't actually I, i'm sure making sure that public places are clean is way more important than cleaning an individual's desk yeah that and it's like 100 percent makes sense and really like I was, I was talking to somebody else they said that really i think you're supposed to clean your own desk so yeah that that makes sense and i clean my current desk now for the next person yeah if i wiped it down if i was at a desk and like the cleaning person came in and like unloaded my drawers and cleaned inside the drawers i'd be really upset yeah but i mean i don't know i just wanted i'm a bit i don't know I'm glad you clean. We've been talking about your drawers for a very long time. Well, I don't know. I'm just like I get a little bit obsessive about it. I don't know. I just wanted to. Oh, that's good. Move into a clean place. I cleaned when I was actually in an office. I cleaned my desk quite a bit, mostly because I didn't want to actually work. Yeah. Well. Um, okay. Um. I mean, I'm a really hard worker. People should hire me. Um, so what did we do? Oh, what happened? Um, so I passed a one, one class Saturday. So three credits closer to a bachelor's. Mm -hmm. 20 more credits to go. Almost there. Yeah. So hopefully, um, what, what? So, um, oh, we went Saturday, we went and got our fingerprint scanned for, uh, like we, I guess we sent off the, uh, for the background check to foster children. Yeah. So I actually got an update today. Um, oh, I don't the, the last piece that we needed was my physical signing off that, yes, I'm like physically capable of caring for children. Um, and I pick that up tomorrow, so then I'll send in our official licensure application. And assuming that gets approved, then you start training classes. Like, then you start the licensure process. So this is just the very first step. But still exciting. 
Yeah. We're still not 100% sure if we want to go. Th- Have we even announced it on the podcast? I can't remember. Oh, um, I thought we did. I can't. I don't remember. But anyways, yeah, we don't. Um, we're still not 100% sure if we want to, like, really, really pull the trigger on fostering kids. Yeah. But I think it's worth pursuing it so that if we decide... It's better to be able to and decide we don't want to than want to do it and have all these hoops to jump through once we decide we're ready. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sad, the stats on Mm -hmm. what foster children go through. It's like multiple homes throughout their lives. Yeah, and Illinois has a really low... Or they're one of the worst ranked in terms of how long a child is in foster care um, before a permanent outcome, either being returned to the parents or being adopted. It's like, what was it, like three or four years? And that's like double the national average. It's like something insane like that, where it's much longer than you would want for a child. Yeah. So we're going to... I've heard that taking the classes for the license will really let you know if you're, if you can do it, like if it's for you or not. So I'll be interested to start the classes. Yep. So we'll see. And then um, Saturday we went and hung out with uh, some friends, Lindsay, John, Abby, Broderick. Mm-hmm. And we played the, well, we did a bonfire. That's pretty, well, that was okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I like bonfires. The only thing I hate about it is that your clothes reek after. Oh, see, I kind of like how it smells. Oh, after. really? But, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's whatever. I didn't like it because Lindsay kept. I had to kept, do laundry anyway, so. Lindsay kept throwing things on the fire and my oh, hair yeah. is like, I just have so much hair. And so the little sparks of fly just freaks me out. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I'm a flammable person. Well, I mean, I would have been scared because they dumped a bunch of gas on there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they started it with gasoline. It was it was a, it was who a, just has a thing of gasoline sitting in their garage? Us? We, why? Why do we have gasoline in our garage? So you... So you expect lawnmowers to start the Amish way? I <laughs> I expect you to go get gas, put it in the lawnmower, and then we have an empty gas can. And then we refill the gas can when we need to put it in the lawnmower. There's oil in there, too. Okay. Um, I can't think about this. There's used oil. I cannot think about this. Okay. If you ever put anything like that in our basement, me and the cats are leaving. There isn't. Or preemptively leaving because you tried to set us on fire. Anyways, um We played a we played a game from played, 2000. Yeah, we played a the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. It was fun. It kinda got me in well it did. It got me into <laughs> Buffy and now I'm obsessed and um it's all I wanna watch. I was watching uh, an anime but uh, jo- JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Don't watch it. That's her opinion. But um, anyways, um, it's pretty good. Um, it's obviously 90s, so you get that. There's a lot of themes from back then, like fashion and, I don't know, a little bit the cheesiness. There's always cheesiness, a little bit. I think it 
think that's why it ages so well because it was supposed to be cheesy even then. Oh. So it it just it's just endearing now. Yeah, and um I've always liked Allison Hannigan. Yeah. Too. She's really good. So, okay, so the, for the viewers, you're on middle of season two. How many episodes are in a season? I don't know. I saw you were on episode nine, which is probably about halfway. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I so, mean, I'm just guesstimating. Yeah. So maybe less, maybe closer to the end. It's pretty uh, interesting. A lot of deets have been thrown out. Who Who's your favorite character so far? Which... I told everyone that where you were at because there's so many other characters that come into play. But in the I first don't know, two seasons, probably Giles. Oh yeah, Giles. You can't go wrong with Giles. If I was to name one, I, I just think, like, I mean, Buffy's fine. I mean, she's a nice protagonist, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, she just says some dumb things sometimes, and I'm like, oh. Oh. Like like or like there's the episode earlier and like her line was like she's talking to Giles it's like the chicken and then she's supposed to say the egg I imagine but then she says the chicken and I'm just like what well it like this is just it was probably funny to some whatever she's also I mean Buffy is supposed to be like kind of a ditz like kind of like yeah. she what she was like ditzy cheerleader before she became the slayer oh which I was talking to Nicole about this the other day like I feel like that's why it has aged really well because it already started with really stereotypical tropes and played into them. So it already wasn't aged well, technically, when it came out. So it didn't, like, some things that, like, had really stereotypical tropes that came out at that time but took themselves so seriously are just horrible now. But this works because they know what they were doing. They were making, like, not making fun of it, but, like, really just playing into it so it still works because they're cognizant of the fact that they are a stereotype. Well, like, the whole popular thing in high school dynamic yeah like cordelia's is i mean all of them are tropes like out like um willow being the ner- computer nerd who like never gets a guy xander being the class clown like buffy being the ditzy cheerleader and cordelia being the shallow biatch like yeah they all are clearly based on something that's just like not realistic and they knew it wasn't realistic but then they oh. had a little twist obviously like buffy's the slayer willow well, like Google's Gile- coroner reports. Giles is uh, what's the word? What's the word for somebody who's against technology? Luddite. Yeah, he's pretty much a luddite. Yeah, he's pretty much a luddite. But also, like, he has some like randoms, you know, like oh, he's just a stuffy li- librarian. But look, he also fights vampires. Oh, and he has a past too. Oh yeah, he has a past. Like the he was. He like, was in a rock band. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert for season two. And they and, he, and they killed a man with the demon. Wow! Spoiler. Okay, oh, the oh. demon technically killed the man. Okay, the guy knew what he was doing. Um, anyway, sorry. I'm very excited for you to. It's been twenty years. Hey, Buffy is timeless. Okay. I'm just saying, you can't. It's not a spoiler if it's been twenty years old. <laughs> Plus, it's context. Give it the respect it needs, Jesse. 
when Anyways, context. In they the music, there's a musical about. episode, and Giles singing. I think he like. I think the actor literally was in a rock band or something. His, I would listen to an album that is just the song he sings on repeat. It's amazing. Oh really? Yeah, he's really good, and the song is really good. Okay. Anyways, um, what else? Um, so I'm gonna probably watch that till um, through all the seasons. I don't know if I'll watch Angel or not. If y'all get Christmas cards, um, yeah. Jesse really doesn't like signing them, but I think it's important to. Um, and Jesse does like greeting everyone. But he just hates the time it takes. Uh, if you get a Christmas card from us, know it was signed while we were sitting on the couch enjoying Buffy together. So I hope that makes you feel warm and fuzzy when you get a Christmas card. Yep. Maybe I should have used ready. Hmm. Um, I guess we'll uh, move on to current events. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Okay, so um, I was browsing the internet where I find news from a nameless source. Um, well, I don't know. I don't want to box myself in on where I get my news. Okay. Um, so I was reading. It's probably CNN. All right. I was reading CNN. And I'm not ashamed of that, but... Anyways, um, I was reading that, um, so the Omicron variant, I I mean, I don't really know all the deets about the Omicron variant, but it says that it's better if you get the Omicron variant to have the booster as well to combat it rather than being, uh, having the two doses for... Like uh, Pfizer, Moderna. I don't know the Johnson and Johnson details, but I feel like just cancel that one. Well, I don't know, but anyways, um, that's what I read. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I just got my booster. Yeah, I got the booster. Oh, we, too. yeah, we got the booster at the same time. Jesse had zero side effects, and I was like down I, for the count. I had a sore arm. Yeah, well, sore arm, but like he wasn't like feeling sick or anything. I was like sweltering. I couldn't hold my head. Like I was like achy and fatigued and like just had to sleep all the time. It was, it was rough, but um, I, I'm kind of telling myself, I don't know if the science supports this or not, but I'm assuming if I had that much of a reaction to the vaccine, then I probably would have had a really terrible reaction to actual COVID without a vaccine so um hopefully i spared myself some hospitalization sure considering even if considering you may not even get admitted nowadays yeah and like even though i don't actually have like i don't have any respiratory issues i don't have any um I don't have any like pre-existing health conditions or anything, but like just the fact that being overweight alone seems to be a condition rather than like, oh, it's a symptom of something else that's going on in your body. Like that alone is scary to me. 
like that just being a specific weight or having a specific body fat mass index can like um make covid so much more serious i've been really wanting to make sure i'm protected yeah because i i like breathing yeah i think it's fun what being alive yeah it's great yeah well like there was that one time when i went and got tested remember when i was like kind of wheezy oh yeah that's right that was like that was just scary i mean even that was just scary because it's like i know if i really needed to get oxygen i could get oxygen you know like somehow science could do it but it's like i don't i I just want to be able to like use my body how it's supposed to be used yeah you you could have had uh what is it uh what's going on what's going around i forgot it was just for a little bit i think it was well we went for the walk and so i was breathing heavier and then i think it was allergy my allergies at that time was really bad no and also the acid reflux that i have um even though the endoscopy i had said that there was no um actual damage on my esophagus thank goodness because that can like really quickly turn into cancer um it's my throat still sore a lot from my reflux issues. So I think a th- sore throat mixed with breathing heavy just made it kind of like mixed with maybe allergies. It just kind of made me wheezy for a little bit. Have you been trying the honey? I've Local. had some of that honey. And I think it helps me. I mean, I'm like, I'm, that's why I was trying to do it every day. Yeah. My allergies haven't been, like, insanely bad. Well, I'm just saying. Now that we're talking about it, I feel my sinuses filling, so let's not talk about it. Well, you're... <laughs> you're are you, uh... Are you becoming me? Like, are we reversing roles? Yeah. It's like hypochondriac. I never... I used to, like, just not talk about being sick, so I never had to think about it, so nothing ever happened, and now you talk about it all the time. All right. Sorry. I don't talk about it all the time. All the time. Okay, can I read my news story? Okay. Um, So I realized when I was like just looking at headlines, um, I think that they're specially curated for me because they're all either about astronomy or like Cardi B. I don't know what I did to get that algorithm, but those are like the only news stories that when I'm like, oh, look at national headlines. It's like, oh, you want to know about astronomy and you want to know what Cardi B said about her cousin's butt. Like what? Huh? What did Cardi B say? I don't know. I didn't click on it. I didn't want to feed into the algorithm because I actually don't like Cardi B. Was that right? Yeah, it's probably because I was listening to Megan Thee Stallion on Spotify. It's like my top artist. Do you know that, to tell you a story about when she was a stripper, she would drug men and rob their money? I mean, if I were a stripper, I would too. Oh, okay. A hundred percent. Like, one hundred percent. I'd probably drug them, take their money, and then, like, leave them unconscious naked in the street. Wow. They... Anyways, um... Okay, my thing. It's it's astronomy, not about Cardi B's butt. Is this on Apple News or something? No, this is on... This was... I think the original one I was on in in NY Times, but this is... um, The one I pulled up just now is 
NBC. I meant, I meant like on your news app. Is that where you're getting it? No, I just Google news. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's why the algorithm's so weird. Um, this I thought was interesting. Massive planet 10 times bigger than Jupiter discovered orbiting pairs of giant stars. So... Um, I thought this was interesting because the common accepted belief was of scientists, astronomers, was that the two, the massive pair of stars were extremely hot and extremely large, and um, everyone believed that it was inhospitable, too inhospitable for a planet to form there, um, that it just wouldn't work. But lo and behold, there's a planet, and it's freaking huge i mean 10 times the size of jupiter i literally can't even pretend that um and it says no planets before this no planets had been spotted around a star more than three times the massive as massive as the sun um and obviously that's not true now it is in the um the b-type dual star which is the center of a solar system in the centaurus constellation um so i just thought that was interesting that like we're we're always discovering things new like with covid and the vaccine and all the science and stuff like things that we think doesn't make sense or shouldn't happen is happening like even in the universe like we feel like we know the laws of physics and how things should form like these are like elemental gases forming these forming these planets and we should know how that works and temperatures and blah 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 but we're wrong oh so it's a gaseous planet um trying to look at that i think gases come together to form the planet i could be totally wrong though well like isn't it true like saturn and jupiter you could just kind of like there's no land yeah there's some that don't actually have any formation but i think even if they have like if they have solid matter it's because different gases came and came together to form that i could be talking completely out my butt though if we have any astronomers in the in the audience please write in let us know how stars work and how planets work it's probably stuff you should know episode that we could just listen to honestly probably i took astronomy but it was like really less interesting than i thought it was gonna be oh I mean, I did find it, and I think I got an A, but it was like, I didn't actually care about it. I did get to see Jupiter. No, I got to see Saturn through a telescope, though. That was really fun. Oh, wow. Got to see the rings. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dang. I mean, I, I don't know why you even have to be in astronomy to do that. Like, if you're paying tens of thousands of dollars for tuition at a school, you should be able to sign up and go look through the telescope when you want. Like, the telescope's on campus. Mm. We just went up there and looked at Saturn. Like, any of the students should be able to do that. Yeah. It's my opinion, and I stand by it. That's pretty fair. I mean, why do you have to pay? Like, who cares about astronomy? But, I mean, that's kind of like the uh, observatory. Like, oh, yeah, yeah that we went just, to in yeah, Baton Rouge? Yeah, open to the public. And yeah, I mean, in this, it's like you're already paying, you pay thousands in fees for, like, campus use. Like, oh, the gym that you never use. Or, like, oh, this is going to go to fund our, 
I don't know, the people who mow the lawn or whatever. Like, you just pay so much in campus fees. That should include unlimited trips to the astronomy. Yeah, I bet those... Uh, the astronomy, the, the telescope. I bet those faculty get crazy amounts of money. Oh, at Tulane? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would actually be amazing to teach there. Um, but um, They also, like, Tulane really does have just, like so many employees and they do so much more than just like it's not just like faculty like uh, they pay for a whole center for public service like when i they had um an americorps program and all of that staff had nothing to do with the college it was all about it was just with tulane just giving back well not giving back because i'm sure the student fees paid for it but um you know, like it didn't really have a benefit for the school aside from publicity per se. Yeah. Well, um, anyways, um, I guess um, we'll move on to uh, Jill's kitty corner. If there is any. Oh. Sorry, I was still trying to figure out if it was a gaseous planet or not. That question threw me. Oh, I'm sorry. I just know I got to know. I'll post it on the Instagram. Okay. Apologize. Um, okay. Well, welcome to this week's Jill's Kitty Corner. Meow. Oh, Luther woke up to that. Luther's been laying here right next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we really don't have a lot of updates. Uh, Luther, well, I guess two things. Luther was not feeling well um, because we're bad parents and we accidentally gave him expired medicine. Um, but we didn't know that. For a while and the vet gave us some medicine to help him and also gave us fluids and we learned how to administer fluids to a cat so that was pretty exciting we got to do that for the first time he hated it but he was a good little bubbins and he got his full fluids that he needed so if anyone needs cats that are you know i'm well versed in medicating cats and now i can give them fluids jesse can give diabetes shots to cats yeah i could probably do fluids too yeah you could definitely do the fluids um yeah so we're we're kind of the the cat medical dream team over here for not being vets or registered vet tech vet veterinary technicians um the other thing is is that we might Go visit a potential foster. Well, well, I thought you were doing the thing with your parents. I am. I emailed them to set up, see if they wanted to set up for the 18th or whatever, but um, or mm. if they wanted to wait till we could actually take the cat home, which would be after the holidays. Mm. But there is a, I, I found it on Pet Finder, um, and they were just the first to respond to me, which kind of sucks because they're far away, um, like an hour there is a local county humane society that had this cat that was it's it has been so it was adopted as a kitten kept for a year and then returned when it was a year old and it has been in the shelter since 2008 mm. 2008 i was what 20 it yeah. has been living in the shelter since I was 20 years old. So 13 years? Yes. Oh, wow. It's like a while. 
Anyways, it also like has irritable bowel syndrome. So it gets prednisone every two days, just like Luther. And it gets a vitamin B12 shot. And I saw it and I was like, well, J&J Senior Sanatorium is meant, I mean, this is the kind of cat that we're meant for. Like we can handle the medicine. We like low key seniors. Um, Love taking animals that just, I mean, let's be real, aren't going to get adopted. Like, it's a humane society in the middle of nowhere. They can't take it off-site adoptions because it's too stressful. And it turns out they actually have a room where they have, like, open colony rooms, like cage-free rooms. They have a room that is mostly just seniors who have been there almost as long as this cat. Mm. And it's kind of just take your pick about which one. They all have different medical issues. Not very serious medical issues, but just enough that adopters would be like, no, I want a kitten. Which, I mean, if you want to adopt and you want a kitten, I don't care. Go for it. Get a kitten. Get a young cat. Get one stress-free. Whatever you got to do. Um, but it just, usually it's not as hard as people think. Like, there's a bunch of cats that they have, apparently, that just need a special food. Easy peasy. But when you read it online, it just sounds like a huge ordeal. But in real life, it's not. But until, you know, until you have to deal with it, you don't, you know, you don't know what works with your life or not. And we've dealt with fosters who have issues. And now, like, when it said it got prednisone, I was like, well, we're, we're literally already doing that. Like, it would cause no difference in our life. So we might get to go meet this kitten, see if we vibe with it. See if there's other, maybe there's other kitties in the room that we vibe with better. Um, although I don't think we could take, I haven't run this by you, Jesse. I don't think we could necessarily take in a cat that gets a special diet because with Ryford, we do just have to put like, usually we do have microchip feeders where the cat can only get its specific food. But with Ryford, we just kind of have to put food out because he can't eat out of his microchip feeder that well. Mm. And the most important thing is him eating because he's underweight. Mm-hmm. So if a cat needs a special diet, it's kind of hard because it would just have access to food that we put out for Ryford. Yeah. So anyways, um, so we might get a new foster at some point. Okay. And, if, and if not, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Our four kids, we got more than enough to deal with. You know, we foster only because if Luther, if any of the cats say no, the cat goes back. You know, like they get final say on who gets to stay. Mm-hmm. We we don't really get an opinion. Yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of get an opinion, but not sure. really. Do we ever give a cat back just because we didn't like it? We, we still have Lucy. <laughs> oh. Good point. Yeah. Even the cats we want to give back, we can't. Well, we gave X Finn, but that was because it didn't work. That was because Lucy. Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Lucy's like I'm. I don't. I can't think of a cat that we stopped fostering because we didn't like it. It was always because it didn't get a, like there was something with our cats. Like Manny. Did we get rid of Manny because we didn't like Manny? Probably. Probably Manny might have been it. Well, he was also a little much. He was a lot. He wasn't. Manny kept breaking in the fridge and yeah, staying in the fridge. He, we would have ended up accidentally killing him by locking him in the fridge. Well, anyways, have you seen him though? He is freaking 
ginormous. Well, he would not fit in the fridge anymore. Well, he's probably Maine Coon or something. Yeah, he's literally huge. Well, is that, is that all you had okay, for Jill's? Okay, yep. So that's it for Jill's Kitty Corner. Meow. Meow. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, that's it for the for the episode. Um, at one point there, I was going to hold up a sign to Jill saying, wrap it up. But, I um, had a little extra alcoholic yeah, egg, eggnog on top of my mug. I'm quite aware of your... Well, Jill's having a good night. Your deal. Um... <laughs> Anyways, um, I hope you all enjoy this episode, nonetheless, of Jill's alcoholism. (laughs) We're going to get her in a strict meetings program. (laughs) Shut up. And uh, get her right. Um, But anyways, um, I I thank you for all my listeners listeners for listening to the episode. You can uh, find me at... You can follow me in Ramblin' Runnels on Instagram. Uh, you can also send topics to my Gmail account at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com. And you can find the podcast on most platforms, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, just about most platforms. And once again, I thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoy. Goodbye. Goodbye.